Dan Hardy is one of the most important figures in British MMA. The man who sported the red mohawk was a technical striker who was able to take hits. This led to him not only becoming one of the best fighters in England, but in all of Europe. So when he signed with the UFC in 2008, he had a legion of British MMA fans who were excited to see what he can do on the big stage. And he made them proud as he won his first four fights with the promotion. This led to him becoming the first British fighter to fight for a UFC title. But after losing that bout, he went on a three-fight losing streak and was on the cusp of losing his job. So how good was Dan Hardy? actually. Hey guys, it's Keon and today we're going to be talking about Dan the Outlaw Hardy. This was a highly requested video and I understand why because Dan is an underground legend in the British MMA scene. I have to admit I wasn't the biggest fan of his back in the day due to his matchup with George St. Pierre. But aside from that, there's a lot to like about him. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how good he was. But before we get to it, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamaru podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Now let's get to it. Dan began his MMA career on June 6, 2004 at the age of 22. He trained in Taekwondo and slowly began to learn other martial arts. After starting off with a record of 2-1 in England, Dan went to the US to fight Pat Healy. The two opened up by exchanging on the feet. And although the momentum was swaying in Dan's favor, he ended up getting taken down multiple times where he was out grappled. This eventually led to a guillotine choke by Pat that forced a tap. A month and a half later, Dan fought Aaron Barrow, and it took him 13 seconds to finish Aaron with a head kick and ground and pound. Dan picked up another win before fighting Andy Walker. The two felt each other out on the feet before Andy connected with a knee to the groin. The action continued and Dan immediately got taken down. Andy attempted an armbar and a triangle choke, but Dan escaped and got on top where he threw ground and pound that forced the ref to step in. He went one and one before fighting Alexander Isidro. In this fight, Dan was taken down multiple times, and although Alexander attempted many submissions, Dan was able to defend them and also reverse the position. And while on top, he threw ground and pound. When the fight was on the feet, Dan found more success. This included a nasty head kick that dropped Alexander. Regardless, the fight was pretty close. But after two five-minute rounds, Dan won by unanimous decision. He picked up another win before fighting Sammy Barrick. Dan opened up the fight with some nice kicks before securing a takedown. And although he ended up on his back, he had Sammy in trouble with an armbar attempt. The two got back up, but Dan secured another takedown and threw ground and pound. In round two, Sammy began to get picked apart on the feet. Dan was mixing his kicks and punches very well in this round. And there were many times where the fight looked moments from being over but Sammy was able to make it to the third. Yet Dan was still out striking him and mixing that with takedowns and ground and pound. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Following this win, Dan fought Diego Gonzalez. Dan immediately got taken down after the two touch gloves. From there, Diego threw some ground and pound, and some of those shots landed to the back of the head. He also attempted a rear naked choke and a guillotine, but Dan survived and made it to the second round. Yet he got taken down right away. Diego locked in the rear naked choke that forced a tap, but soon after, the result was changed to a no contest due to the shots at the back of Dan. Dan's head. He went on a 2-2 two two run and in the process became the Cage Warriors welterweight champion. On September 16, 2006, he fought Danny Rushton. After picking apart Danny on the feet, an accidental eye poke from Dan caused the action to be stopped. But once it continued, Danny secured a takedown and threw ground and pound. He connected with a knee to the head of a grounded Dan. So referee Mark Goddard stood the fight back up. But Dan got taken down once again and ate more shots. And although he appeared to be in a tight armbar, he escaped and continued to outstrike Danny on the feet, who eventually got dropped by punches before the end of the round. He wanted no more so Dan won by TKO retirement. After winning two more fights, Dan fought Dezo Ishige in the opening round of the GCM welterweight tournament. Like always, Dan was the aggressor on the feet. This included a left hand in the first that dropped Dezo, and although Dan got taken down in the second, he stayed busy with kicks and submission attempts. He also escaped a rear naked choke, and in the final round, Dezo got picked apart on the feet. By the end, Dan won by unanimous decision. In the semi-finals, which was four months later, Dan fought Hidetaka Monma. He quickly dropped Hidetaka with a left hand, but after throwing some ground and pound, Dan 
got reversed. This led to top control and a tight triangle choke from Hidetaka. In the second, he pulled guard immediately which left Dan on top throwing ground and pound. But Hidetaka reversed the position once again and attacked with a Kimura. Dan escaped and got on top where he threw vicious ground and pound. Going into the third, Hidetaka was dazed. This led to him getting dropped by a combo of punches. Dan threw ground and pound before Hidetaka's corner threw in the towel. He advanced to the finals a month later to fight Yoshiyuki Yoshida. In the first round, Dan got taken down multiple times, but he did reverse the position and also secured a takedown of his own. Then 4 seconds into the second round, Dan connected with an inner thigh kick that clipped the nuts. Yoshida went down and the ref called off the fight, making it a disqualification loss for Dan. 7 days later, he went from Japan to England to fight Manuel Garcia. Dan denied most of the takedowns and ended up on top where he threw ground and pound. Eventually, the shots were too much for Garcia who was forced to tap. Dan picked up another win in April of 2008 before fighting again a month later against Daniel Weichel. After opening up the fight with some strikes, Dan got taken down and was close to getting locked in a rear naked choke. Despite escaping, he ended up getting out grappled for the remainder of the first. And it looked like the same was going to happen in round 2 as Daniel secured another takedown. But Dan reversed the position and got on top. He began to throw big punches and elbows before referee Mark Goddard stepped in. At this point, Dan was not only one of the best fighters from England, but all of Europe. This led to the UFC signing him in 2008. He made his debut in October of that year against Akihiro Gono. The two traded on the feed for the entire fight. And although Dan connected with some nice shots, so did Gono. But overall, Dan maintained octagon control much more, and Gono was deducted a point for illegal knees in round 3. After 3 rounds, Dan won by split decision. At UFC 95, he fought Rory Markham. Although Rory came out strong with punches, he got too aggressive as Dan clipped him with a left hook. Rory ate more ground and pound before the ref stepped in. 4 months later, Dan fought Marcus Davis. It was a close fight that saw Dan as the aggressor on the feet, but Marcus had many moments on the ground. Going into the 3rd, it was fairly even, but Dan closed the fight with a takedown of his own and ground and pound that opened up a cut. After 3 rounds, he won by split decision. At UFC 105, Dan fought Mike Swick. The bout was to determine the number 1 contender at 170. Most of the action took place on the feed and it was Dan who was finding more success, especially with his counters. He also secured a takedown in the final round and connected with some nice shots there. It was a solid performance from Dan who ended up winning by unanimous decision. On March 27, 2010, he fought for the UFC welterweight belt, making him the first English fighter in UFC history to do so. His opponent was champion George St. Pierre. For 5 rounds, Dan was dominated as he got taken down and controlled on the ground for most of the fight. This included a really tight armbar and a really tight Kimura. Any other person would have tapped to these submissions, but Dan showed a lot of heart and survived both. Regardless, George won the fight by unanimous decision. At UFC 120, Dan fought former WEC welterweight champion Carlos Condit. The two were trading on the feed and connected with some kicks and punches. This led to both men throwing a left hook at the same time. And although Dan's connected, it was Condit's that dropped him. Dan ate ground and pound before referee Dan Rigliotta stepped in, making it the first time he got finished by strikes. After this defeat, he fought Anthony Johnson. Dan got dropped early by a head kick and looked moments from being finished. And even though he survived, Anthony still controlled him on the ground for the remainder of the fight. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Five months later, Dan fought former Cage Rage welterweight champion, Chris Lytle. It was a fast-paced back-and-forth battle on the feet, but Chris had more significant moments with his boxing. Near the end of round three, Dan was picking up the pace, which led to a takedown attempt. But Chris denied it and got a hold of a guillotine choke that forced a tap. Following this four-fight losing skid, Dan fought Dwayne Ludwig. After spending some time in the clinch, Dan connected with a left hand near the end of round one that dropped Dwayne. He followed up with elbows before the ref stepped in, making it Dan's first win in almost three years, and his first victory in the US. Four months later, he fought Ultimate Fighter Season 7 winner, Amir Sadala. The fight took place in Dan's home city of Nottingham, England. For most of the fight, he was the aggressor on the feet and on the ground, and by the end, he won by unanimous decision. Dan was supposed to fight again on April 20th, 2013 against Matt Brown, but he got pulled from the bout after being diagnosed with Wolf Parkinson White Syndrome, which is a disorder that causes problems
problems with the heart's electrical system. He hasn't fought since, but he still works with the UFC as a color commentator and analysis, which I personally think he's great at. And in 2018, he was medically cleared and is now eligible to fight again. In 2019, he entered the USADA testing pool. And now at the age of 38, Dan is looking to compete in one final fight with the UFC in 2021. I don't really have a problem with this, but I don't think it's necessary either. But it's clear that he won't be doing this for money as he is set with a solid career in the UFC after retirement from MMA competition, which is something not many fighters can say. So after going 25-10 and 10 with one no contest and a career that saw him become the Cage Rage welterweight champion, how good was Dan Hardy actually? He is a legend in British MMA. The crowds at his Cage Rage fights went absolutely wild for him. He was definitely a fan favorite as he not only embodied the toughness of an Englishman, but he displayed so much pride in being one as well. So when he went to the UFC, his fans definitely followed. This meant he was huge for the promotion whenever they go to England. So it's no wonder why they loved him. But even his personality and character was very unique. He was easily distinguishable with his red mohawk and walkout face mask. In fact, I would say that he had the pound for pound best mohawk in MMA. And he was also a good talker which has translated so well to his current job as a color commentator and analyst. Although he had a bad boy reputation, that really seemed like it was all for show as he is a very respectful and humble person. But aside from his personality, he was a solid fighter. He was great at mixing up his combos as he threw punches, kicks and knees with ease. And it was difficult for his opponents to rush in and attack due to his impressive counters. He also displayed a lot of toughness throughout his career. I mean, even though he lost to GSP, the highlight of that fight was Dan's resilience. Early in his career, he was solid on the ground. He was able to secure takedowns and his ground and pound was quite effective. Even off his back, he attempted submissions and would sometimes reverse the position. But even Dan said himself that his ground game was way more effective in Europe and Japan due to the lack of wrestlers. So once he entered the UFC, he was unable to find the same success with his grappling, which was a huge reason for his losing skid. But to me, the main reason was his age. Most of Dan's fight career was before the UFC. And once he entered at the age of 26, he may have been young, but he already had 26 fights under his belt. Although he was able to make a run to a title fight and become the first British fighter to do so, his career decline happened right after by his late 20s, which has happened to many fighters before. He simply peaked at an early age. Even Dan himself said after his loss to Chris Lytle that he had the fastest rise and fall in the UFC. And that's a shame because we can only imagine what his career would have looked like had he joined the promotion earlier. In fact, Dan was given the opportunity to sign with them before 2008, but he decided not to do it as he believed he didn't have the tools to compete at that level at the time. So instead, he built up his resume in the underground scene. And even though that took away from the heights that he could have reached in the UFC, he became an MMA hero in his home country. That's why I would give his MMA career an 8 out of 10. Whatever happens in regards to fighting, I wish him all the best. And of course, I will always be supporting his career of calling and analyzing fights. Even though I wasn't the biggest fan of his back in the day due to him being a foe to GSP, it's hard not to root for a person like Dan Hardy. My name is Keon and this is my take on Dan the Outlaw Hardy. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you on my next one.